Do the box rubby. That is the whitest dance ever. That's so wild. Is that how you do it? I'm just following you. Sprint play? Are you on? Good afternoon, everybody. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Hey guys, how are we? Just a couple of technical issues with hey guys. Google Home. Uh, shout out to Google Home. Fix your volume slash voice ratio situation if you can. If you've invested into a, uh, a Google Home, then you would appreciate the frustrations that you have with it. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship. Sometimes they're amazing. Sometimes they're terrible. Sometimes they tell you to go to sleep when you've asked them to go to sleep. But powerful stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> real powerful. Probably not the most profound stuff we'll talk about today, but... Uh, Give us some love if you can hear us, guys. Uh, hit that love button. Uh, it's obviously good to be able to be heard before we speak. And these live streams always need a bit of a buffer at the start. Uh, Jules, are you going to share this to your page as well? I sure am. But guys, can you give me a comment or a holla if you can hear us and see us okay while I share this to my page? And holla. we get into the content about why are you so lonely? Just going to check it. Let me know if you guys can hear me and see me. Hello, we've got action. We're we here. Action, the we're best action. kind of action. What are we talking about today, bro? Uh, today we are talking on the topic of loneliness. Uh, takes so many different um, angles uh, to talk about loneliness. Uh, loneliness, loneliness when you are actually alone. Um, loneliness. Oh man, I can't even say the word. Loneliness when you may or may not feel like people around you are being. Uh, helpful or unhelpful with that as well. And uh, we're going to go into a few different um, facets of loneliness. Oh, mate, seriously. A few different facets of loneliness. You can tell this is live. Uh, but being lonely is one of the things that leads to uh, unhappiness. Uh, it's a massive contributor to uh, anxiety, depression, um, and, and as we said, general unhappiness uh, in life. So, hi, Robin. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, other people that have flashed up on the screen, Sheena, Jody, yep, and that is that is someone's name. How are you, uh, Kobe? Good to see you. Uh, hope Canada's treating you well. Um, now, let's get stuck into it, mate. Guys, if you have any questions along this uh, Q and A route, we just ask that you chuck up a comment, and we'll give it a read uh, off the laptop. So we're a bit delayed, um, so don't think we're not answering you if we don't see it. Um, Jules, obviously this is something that comes up in conversation with all your sort of one-on-ones, the 21 Day Happiness Challenge that we run here at Happiness Co., our 10-week mentorship program. Loneliness is a, uh, a cause and a symptom of, of feeling down, I would say. Yep. Um, where do you want to start? Where do you want to attack it first? Uh, I would hazard a guess that it's pretty uh, broad to just start in one area, so I'm going to throw it over you and, and tell you what you think about loneliness. Yeah, obviously, and guys, loneliness is such a, a big part of uh, modern day society. It really is, because we're all so busy being busy, and we're all sacrificing love and connection for significance and uh, better jobs and more money and more things. And, you know, we talked about this yesterday with uh, International Happiness Day, which is collecting moments and not things. And uh, to collect moments means that we can, you know, you know kind of... <coughs> 
overcome or become bigger than loneliness as, as a state of mind. And that's ultimately what it is. And I really want you guys to focus on this here, which is loneliness is a state of mind, not a fact. Loneliness is a state of mind, not a fact. And it's all based around perceptions, assumptions, beliefs around how you see your life, right? Which is a perception is how me and Robbie see what loneliness even looks like and how we perceive us being lonely. The assumption of, of how people see us in that whole bracket as well and then the belief system that what loneliness actually looks like to you because there's a lot of misconception of, of what it actually is. But also, there is some really severe health uh, challenges when it comes to loneliness that people don't know about, which is it actually, physic uh, it actually is a part of an emotion that makes you unwell. And uh, I want to tap into that today as well about where loneliness really sits in our lives. And now I've now been fortunate enough to work with around 30,000 people. And, and one of the big things I see is the loneliness inside them, which is in their eyes, in their behaviors, in their thoughts, and in their emotions about how they see themselves and they see people in their world. Can you be lonely if you have a lot of friends? 112%. And I say that because... Um, I know people that have uh, small circles of friends, large circles of friends, close, uh, um, uh, not loose friends. I know people that have loose friends, but those gaps between their mates and circle of mates is, uh, is a bit larger than some, you know, so maybe they only hang out every so often, but it's sporadic, and you can feel like they're not making an effort, which makes you feel lonely, I guess. Um, so I think I just answered my own question, but can you be lonely even if there's a lot of people around you? I think it's a key indicator if you have many friends but not much deep connection. And I really want you guys to understand what I'm saying. You may have many friends, but lack deep connection. Meaningful, deep connection. We all have a, a need to be validated in this world. And this is where I believe loneliness really lives, which is the need to feel validated, which is to be seen and to be heard, which is to be seen in all your forms. And I'm talking about the deepness of you, which is to be seen as you are, not as you want to be perceived to be or not as you want people to see you, as you are, which is being authentic, right? To be seen in that moment. And then to be heard. Yeah. And that's to talk from your heart. And that's to also talk your own truth and speak your own truth. And that's a part of being validated to be seen and heard. So you can have many, many friends and lack deep, deep connection, which is ultimately a sign of loneliness. Happiness Co., we're all about solutions, not problems. So if someone is in a situation where they've got a lot of people around them, whether it's work, family, friends, even partners, uh, not lots of partners, hopefully, um, or good luck to you, what can they do to make sure that they're addressing that with people? Or is it about what they're, they're doing? Or is it a, maybe a, a hybrid of both? I think there's, a, there's really two aspects of this. There is there's signs of loneliness and which, which uh, what that you should be aware of. Because some people aren't even aware of what loneliness even looks like. So awareness precedes change. And then the second part of that is how, you do, how do you overcome areas of your life which are lonely? Yeah. And, and yeah. as I said before, it's a state of mind. And, you know, we were talking about this today, that we spend more time, you know, thinking about our physical health than we do our emotional or our, our health of our mindset as such. Yeah, you made a really interesting comment about, um, you know, if you get an injury on the footy field, which I tend to pick up more and more of every year, it's like edge closer to 30. Um, Already. <laughs> but you can get injuries on the footy field, but they're sort of few and far between, and you really take care of them because you've got a, a tangible pain um, associated with it. What can you do with your sort of mental uh, health in terms of, you know, if you do get injured or there's trauma or maybe not trauma to the point uh, of some levels, but something happens, it puts you out of whack, you're out of sync, and then you start feeling lonely as a result. And I, that's why we talk about this sporting analogy, right? And if you don't look after a particular sporting injury, progressively gets worse, yes? 
Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think we can all agree logically if we hurt ourselves that if we don't address the, the cause of the injury or why we're hurt in the first place, it can progress, uh, progressively get worse. There's no different when it comes to your emotional health and your, your mindset health. And I want you guys to think about this. Probably a vast concept that you never thought about before, but I want you to think about rejection being an injury. Yep. I want you to think about loneliness being an injury. I want you to think about um, unworthiness being an injury, failure being a, an emotional injury. And the funny thing is, depending on what lifestyle that you live, that you may only, if you're like Robbie and play football, you may only have a corky once a week or maybe a sprained ankle once every few months. a dead leg for you English people out there. Yeah, a dead leg. A Charlie horse. And uh, for anyone that plays sport, you may only get a physical injury every few months. And then when you get it, you're like, I've got to address this. And you know, you rice our rest. You know, there's isolation, circulation, and evolution. Uh, what's the last one? <laughs> evolution. None of that was correct. Is that rice? Rest, ice, compression, elevation, a referral, I believe. Clearly, I have no idea what rice oh, is. Isolation. You, you just cut shot off your leg. <laughs> it's like gangrene, people. You cut it off at the core and you move on in your life. That's why you take care of mental health, not physical health. Exactly. Yeah. And an injury with your emotional health or your mindset health as such, it's the same thing. If you don't address it, it gets progressively worse. The only difference is you can't see it and then you suffer in silence and I like to call it stacking. Yeah. Stack, stack, stack. And the crazy part about this is, guys, <coughs> that you have about 60,000 thoughts a day. You make on average about 30,000 decisions a day, consciously and unconsciously and subconsciously, which is incredible if you think about it. Mm. And the reason I share this is because imagine how many injuries you have a day emotionally, psychologically. Failure, rejection, unworthiness, Lack of love, loss, less or never. The challenges that we face around our health, our well-being, our finances, our relationships. The failure that we have in life, these are emotional injuries. And they are psychological injuries, but we spend no time looking at them. We spend no time addressing them. And we wonder why depression and anxiety is going through the roof. We wonder why loneliness. And now we are becoming one of the most unhappy countries in the world. And why people feel that not seen and, and not loved anymore is because, yeah, we may have many things. But we don't have things that matter. Yeah, is this a percentage game? So I'm thinking, you know, obviously social media is your uh, ability to see that there are so many other people out there in the world. Does that then, uh, I guess, cloud your mind with thoughts of people doing other stuff and almost that FOMO kind of situation where you start feeling like you're missing out on so much more when you actually aren't? That's always been the case. Yeah. You just care a little bit more now for no good reason? Well, you know, we talk about RAS a lot, reticular activating system is what you search for, you find. I think that's in my backyard, yeah. the reticulated. Yeah. <laughs> the sprinkler in your backyard. But we, think, we, we search what we look for, right? Which is if we're looking for loneliness, we'll find it. If we're looking for unhappiness, we'll find it. We're looking for misery, we'll find it. But on the flip side of that, we're looking for happiness, we'll find it. And love, we'll find it. It's very powerful because what you focus on expands, your thoughts become things. And when you think about loneliness as a, as a whole, um, People in life, I remember, you know, some of the deepest, darkest loneliness, uh, sorry, loneliest times of my you life. You can't say it either. It's loneliness, okay. loneliness, lonely after losing my father. Um, and it wasn't so much losing <coughs> my father that caused me to be lonely. It was everything that came next, which is the isolation, which is the avoidance, which is the distraction. And not allowing people to really see what was going on with me. So I call it smoke and mirrors, right? Which is, you know, the art of distraction, like a, like a magician. And like an illusion, you know, you do, the, the key part of illusion is to, you know, hide what's really going on and play tricks. And, and that's ultimately what I did. And there's some signs that I really, you know, recognize really clearly looking back, which is staying in bed for long periods of time, but not sleeping. Yeah, I was going to say, well, 
just quickly, you know, let's rattle off Some what areas. people might be doing, mm. might be feeling, and and are signs of feeling lonely. Yeah, and I can give you my really key distinctions. There's lots of them, but the ones that were really clear to me looking back, and the ones that I see a lot with the clients that I work with, is staying in bed for long periods of time and not sleeping. Uh, two, you know, scrolling way too much of Facebook, you know, you know, obsessed of scrolling on Facebook and kind of looking at comparison and what the other people are up to in their life and then probably, uh, you know, judging that why your life is not that, which is a perception and assumption again of what a happy life even looks like. Um, funny enough, this one comes up a lot, you know, a lot, long hot showers, like really long hot showers, like when you just sit there and you're just thinking about a lot of things and you're... Gas pill killers, they Gas pill killers. So you I made that up, but... Long showers is, Run a, that down, Beth. is another Thanks, one. Beth. And a big one, again, is the art of distraction, which is when people ask you how you're doing and you don't really share about what's going on. You just say all these things and you start to believe that no one cares. And I talked about this before. Like loneliness, we start to believe that no one cares and no one actually wants us. And we, we get afraid, and I'm really big on this. We get lonely, then we get afraid to put ourselves out there. And nine times out of ten, my experience with loneliness is that people self-isolate by thinking that no one cares. Yeah. By thinking no one is, thinks they matter. By thinking that maybe people don't really want to know what's going on in my life. And that's the things I used to tell myself. Like, no one really cares I lost my dad. No one really cares that I'm not doing okay. And then you look at things so differently. Like, you don't get invited to parties. And then really, you haven't been calling any of your mates. And you've been playing the, the ghosting game, and yeah. then you wonder why no one invites you. But then, if you really look at it from a higher perspective, you realize that you're at cause or effect. And most of the time, loneliness is at cause, which is I'm causing myself to feel this way rather than Robbie's affecting me to feel this way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, is it, is it about, uh, I know it's really uh, easier said than done, but it's about taking that leap, about doing something about it rather than even just sitting here and listening to this conversation that we're having. Um, and guys, get your questions in as well, please. Any questions around loneliness, doesn't have to be about you. Uh, could be some um, uh, metaphors, analogies, could be some anecdotes from your life and friends and how they got out of their space of loneliness. Share it now. People who see this after we go live, we've got plenty on here at the moment, but just to make sure that you know we're getting as many stories out there like with anything we do, this is essentially group therapy without the money and without the shrink in front of you. What? No um, money. Who said no money? What? Is you guys not paying? <laughs> you guys not paying for this? Yeah, I'm sorry, out. bro. Yeah. See you guys. See have a good afternoon. Bye. This um, kids. But get those questions in. It's really important. And um, Rob, how are you? Danielle, how you doing? Make sure uh, you share, like, and comment as hey, well, by the way. Hey, shout out to, we're going all the way across the Tasman. Eric. Eric Harris over in New Zealand has joined us. Hey, Eric. Uh, I believe Stuart's brother. I know lots of people that are across the lands here, bro. You know, you know now they're all lonely. You guys are lonely because you just called out one person. Hey, Eric, by the way. And everyone else is lonely. Well, I said hi to Rob. Heath's on board. Lisa, Holly. <laughs> I said hi to Chelsea, Sheena. Just kidding, hey, us. I'm, we love you. Yeah, look, you're making me feel bad now. Sorry. Rob, how are you, mate? More importantly. Let's talk about the, the health component of loneliness. Let's do that. Sorry, I got, I got sidetracked, which is very rare. Imagine me bringing it back to being on point. Yeah, no. No, we were going through uh, the health impacts um, before in terms of physical v mental. When you do have something that injures you mentally, like uh, rejection or a breakup, whatever it might be, and you start feeling lonely, 
Best way to dig yourself out of that is what I was asking. Yeah, best way to dig yourself out of it is, as I mentioned before, it's a state of mind, not a, not a fact. And this is the thing about a belief system, right? Like emotions and thoughts aren't real. And the greatest way to encourage and inspire action is to know that what you're facing isn't real. And to think about the biggest bully in the school which is loneliness as such, maybe the big bully in your life. And most of the time we're running from bullies and we're scared of bullies and we're scared to, to shape up and stand up in case they hurt us or in case we get rejected or you know, uh, we're not loved or whatever happens from what we fear. You know, fears, you know, danger is real and fear is a choice, obviously. But when you turn around and you face up to your fear, which is loneliness, you realize they're just like a bully. And they've got more challenges than you. They're going through their own heartache and heartbreak and they just want to be seen and validated also. And the only way they're seen and being validated is by being a bully. Same as loneliness. When you shape up to loneliness and realize that the, the thought is not real and most of the time you are self-isolating, you start to take more action, which is going to places with friends, you know, picking up the phone more when it rings and saying you know, in the movie, Yes Man. Yeah. You know, being a yes man, you start being a yes man or yes uh, woman and you start saying yes to opportunities and yes to possibilities. Yeah. And then what happens slowly, guys, is light starts to come back in. Because loneliness, right, we start to isolate and we try to keep all the bad out. That's what we do. We start to, you know, you know board up the windows so we can't let any of, of the bad things in. But ultimately, what happens when you do that? You forget to let the good in. Yeah. There's a lot of good people in this world. And I know life is hard and it's very difficult and it can be very painful. But to choose loneliness is suffering. And I am always big on taking action. It's probably 80% psychology and 20% application. And awareness precedes change. You need to be aware of, of why you're feeling lonely and where it's happening, like the environments that it's happening in, number one. Yeah. Two, um, the people it's happening with. So look at the, 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 the areas of your life where it's really showing up and it's part of your meta-programming, right, which is sight, sound, touch and, and visual, all these things in life that you'll have to that build the meta-programming around loneliness and you start to build these environments in your own head. And that's where you start to build belief systems that this is actually what's going on when it, most of the time it's not. And that's the same thing about most of the time, 85% of the time, the things that we worry about and stress about never come true. Yep. And that's where it leads to even the, 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 the health challenges of loneliness, which I think is really interesting. That science, through science, we know that on average, on 16%, 16% people die younger from loneliness. Yep. So 16%, like as we get older in life, we can die 16% younger when we're lonely. And that's why when you hear stories of when someone passes away, the other person passes away not too long after. Dies because of heartbreak. Or, dies of heartbreak. Yeah. Dies of loneliness because that companionship that people have, and we're designed to have connection at our core human need. And that's why loneliness is not just a word, it's a symptom. And actually raises blood pressure and actually lowers your immune system. So you, another great sign of having uh, loneliness or chronic, you know, uh, clinical, so what's it called? Chronic loneliness, sorry. Chronic, chronic loneliness. Yeah. Chronic loneliness, as people call it, is you may be sick all the time. Your immune system's quite down because it actually brings your immune system down, brings your blood pressure up, and ultimately it can, it can kill you. What's your biggest tip for someone feeling really isolated, lonely, uh, in a space where they feel like they've reached out and no one's reaching back? Is it about what they're saying as they reach out? Is it about the strategies they're using to get out of that sort of pit, if you like? Yeah. I, I believe that everyone waits for a hero, right? And there's a saying that you know, good things happen to people who wait. I, think I don't. Enrique Iglesias said that. Said that yeah. And good things happen to people who wait. I think that's a, that's a, a bit of a, a far-stretched statement. The reason why is because I don't believe that 
good things happen to people the way I think uh, things happen for people that go out and get them. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I reckon loneliness happens. It's like, hey, Robbie, let's just sit here at this bus stop forever and hope a bus comes past. And then you die of starvation and drop dead. And I'm still lonely waiting for this bus to come past. It never comes. That is, that is extreme. That's extreme. I understand your metaphor. <laughs> but I want, I want to be on the bus, Robbie. That makes more sense. You know, I want to be on the bus. And the thing is, if we took more action, and my biggest bit of advice is to stop waiting for someone to take away your loneliness and start building fulfillment. Remember, it's about the power of focus, right? I'm waiting for someone to make me not feel lonely, which is maybe a person, a thing, a job, money, environment, a holiday. Whatever it is that you're telling yourself is going to take away loneliness, I promise you this, nothing takes away loneliness, only action, which is obsessed, focused execution, which is to be able to sit. Please understand what I'm saying here. To be able to sit in the silence of your own thoughts, number one to sit in the silence of your own thoughts without distracting or avoiding, even when we're by ourselves. This is a crazy thing about loneliness. I may avoid and distract from Robbie, but the crazy part about it is even when I'm by myself in my darkest, loneliest moment, I will still avoid my thoughts yeah. and my emotions, right? Because I still don't want to address them. Yeah. So I just sit there and start looking at other things, like why all these people are having fun in life and not me? Why people have love and I don't? So we actually use the power of focus to realize and reconfirm that we are the victim and the world is the villain. Yeah. Rather than sitting there and saying, okay, what part of my life am I feeling lonely about? Because without a map, it's very, very, very hard to find the part of your life which is the gaping hole. The gaping hole of loneliness. Because for Robbie, it would be different. For me, it would be different. For people watching, it would be different. And without being able to sit in your own silence of your own thoughts and your own emotion and the discomfort. Yeah. And the discomfort. I've got some strong discomfort with the words gaping hole. Gaping I'll hole. be honest. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But I, I have no idea what he's thinking about. No, me neither. But I have no idea. He's obviously very lonely inside. Hey, Lisa has uh, shouted out to her. She says uh, that the doctor told her that the pain in her joints uh, and in her body were due to stress. And when she changed, I assume by addressing that stress, um, the pain started to go away, which is pretty bloody awesome. So... Thank you, Lisa, for sharing your strategy, which was to change, essentially, which is quite an interesting um, way to put it. It sounds really simple, but uh, I'd love to hear, Lisa, what you changed, how you went about change. Um, if it's going to be a gratuitous plug for the 21 Day Happiness Challenge, then please go ahead and uh, load that up. But I will actually touch on that. There was a comment earlier about you can't be lonely in the Happiness Co. family. Now, yes, we've got a great environment for that, and if you want to join that, uh, we'll chuck up the 21 Day Happiness link in a moment. Uh, Beth, that's your cue. Thanks, Beth. Um, but, sorry, Beth, I didn't mean to click and point. Hey, B, if you're um, watching, if you're watching there, B, you should be working. I'm just kidding. Watch that's your way. That's very true. Also, she's working right now. Is she working? Um, so, what I, you know, I, I'm making the point that in the 21 Day Happiness Challenge, there are people around you that are like-minded, there are people around you that uh, share the same level of uh, emotional first insecurity and then security, and it's all about sharing your story and sharing what you're going through. Now, that might be the change you make, right? Well, well, I as think... In, as in not trying to change anyone to have this challenge, although that's great, but just making that change. But, but the comment of, of why people feel so connected in the 21 Day Happiness Challenge or any of our programs, and it's nothing to do with the programs, to be honest, guys. It's got everything to do with being seen. And I mentioned this at the start of the webinar. Yeah. 
to be real with someone allows you to be seen. And this is why I'm fortunate enough to have so many deep relationships and so, such deep connection with so many people that are probably watching this right now that have never even met me before in person. And the reason why is because it's actually not about the, the delivery of love, it's about the intent, which is if your intention is to be real and to be seen, it's exactly what you'll be. And when you share from a place of these are the things I am, am feeling deep in my core, you allow yourself to feel free of the things that have been holding you back from being seen because we all have the same fears, the fear of being rejected, the fear of not being loved, and the fear of not being good enough. And if I was to share these things with you, Robin, you were to reject me, the pain would be so power, so painful that I'd rather just fake who I am because at least if you don't like me for that person, at least I know it's not really me. Yeah. Rather than, this is actually me, Robbie, hand on heart, the rawest real version of me. And if there's a small chance that you don't like that, then it's not worthy. So people are kind of holding out almost like an avatar of themselves and, and hoping that people fall in love with that and then they've got to roll with that and that can turn into unhappiness, right? If you're just sort of weaving this web of trying to keep things matching what you held out. Well, exactly. It's funny because my mum used to always say, I've got a really bad memory and people probably know this. If you know me. <laughs> if you know me well, I've got a, not a great memory and mum used to say to me that uh, if you have a, be, uh, a bad memory, it means that you're, you're not a liar. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, well, only people with good memories lie a lot because they need to remember what they lied about. And I said, and what did really you say good. in the first sentence again? Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> what is that, mum? So I was like, and I, I think about this when it comes to that's, this particular that's a analogy. solid Paulinism. Paulinism. And not Hanson, McAvoy. It's like, if you don't have a good memory, it means that you're not a liar because you have to remember all your lies if you're a liar. But I share this with you. It's like when you're lonely and you're trying to keep a facade up, it's like then you have to remember all the facades that you have. Like, didn't you say that you were a vet? Oh, did I? I can't remember. Yeah, no, I just walk no. dogs. I just walk dogs, yeah. <laughs> oh. And they're not actually uh, stuffed teddies, actually not dogs. And this is what happens. The, the lives change. You need to get checked. Yeah. This situation. Stop walking stuffed teddies, people. Yeah, it's odd. Uh, but hey, what's normal these days? Um, seen, heard, and supported. Jody, absolutely spot on as always. Uh, being seen is obviously one True. thing. So obviously people will see how you symptomatically go about being lonely. Uh, but being heard and supported comforts that in that sort of triangle of, uh, of, of help, really. Well, I just think it's that it, both are as important as the other, which is to be seen and then to be heard. And uh, where, where I see the biggest fear for me when it comes to loneliness, guys, is this. The, the thought of, of the conviction that it's true. Like we are certain and we convince ourselves. The word, the word being convinced can be really dangerous when it's used in the wrong context, which is I am convinced that I'm lonely. Or I'm convinced I'm not enough because what happens is we start to apply more focus, more time, more energy, and the only thing that grows in life are the things that we give time and energy to. So before you know it, right, if you don't address loneliness at the start of loneliness and where the triggers are and why you're feeling lonely, before you know it, you'll be convinced that you're actually lonely. And it's, in my experience, it's very, very hard to pull someone out of their rut when they are convinced of something. When I am convinced I am lonely, or even I see people label themselves with depression, or the doctor said I'm depressed. It's like, okay. They're like, so I'm depressed, Jules. And it's like, now I'm labeled, I am now convinced that I have depression. Once you convince yourself that you have loneliness, yeah. it is so very hard to pull yourself out of it because you will look for everything in life that convinces you again that you are a lonely person. When loneliness is a state of mind, not a fact. Is there a difference between being alone and being lonely? Yeah, I, 100%. Being alone. Not just the word, and yeah. the extra A and Y. Being alone is actually a healthy thing, man. 
Yeah. Like being alone, don't be scared of being alone. And I remember my own journey of this. Like when my life really took a turn, it was when I decided to be my own best friend. And that was by being alone, which is spending time with myself. And a lot of people don't even know who they are anymore because it's the FOMO of missing out. So I'm going to do everything and everything. And I'm going to make so many social plans. And I guarantee if you're watching this right now, you've had this before. When you make all these social plans... And even though you walk into rooms full of people, you still feel completely lonely. And alone is very different. Alone is being comfortable in your own silence, comfortable in the person you are, comfortable in your own truth. And uh, lone, being alone is actually really, really healthy for people. And I think people shy away from that because if I'm alone, what happens if I don't enjoy myself? Yeah. That's scary for people. Like, there's no substance. Like, everyone needs substance, right? And it's like this external substance to make their life worthy. There is a lot of internal substance and internal depth of having a great relationship with yourself is more powerful than anyone in your life can ever feel. And I always say, don't wait for a hero, be your own. And there is more depth and more substance and more joy and more love and more living right inside you than anyone else. And you have to be alone to find that. I think Cherish also makes a really fantastic point about at the rate you respond to messages it's a good thing you are your own best friend. <laughs> Cherish, are you going to jump on my live stream? Armstrong, that's me? very good for you're me. Attack me, Cherish, live that on webinar. Very good for me. Um, no, but I think space can be so therapeutic, right? Like there's, there's a real solace in finding time on your own to just relax and get away from the hustle and bustle of life. But some people will get stuck in that alone time and feel more comfortable and not take that leap. So it's about the balance. Yeah, you know, be smart about it, right? You know, wrap a rope around you, which is like security blankets. And, and, and when you go into being alone, make sure that you can pull yourself out of it. And it's actually the, the fear, and it's again the perception and the assumption of what alone is. Remember, loneliness is an emotion and a thought. Being alone is, a, is also a state of mind, but that's actually a powerful one. Because you can be alone with uh, a partner in the room, right? You can just have your own space. And I think um, if you're hanging out with friends that, uh, you know, you want to have a, a beer with sometimes, you want to have, uh, you know, you want to go to a movie at different points, there's, there's different ways to be alone as well yeah. and with other people. So, you know, make sure you're thinking about the way that you're going about being on your own and, and do it in a positive mindset. I think... Even if you haven't seen someone for a few days, you know, you've been sort of cooped up inside, it's about taking that leap to go and do that. But you might not want to feel, you might not feel like wanting to do that as well. And don't, you know, don't hate yourself for being like that as well. Well, well I think a big one about loneliness is contrast filters, right? And I, I think that we are always one contrast filter away of having a better life or misery, right? Depending on what we add to it. So, Robbie, if you add yellow and blue together, what do you get? Green. Green. If you add blue and yellow together, what do you get? Orange. Orange. Is it true? Is it orange, guys? Orange. If you add red... Yeah, and I wear full Rain Man with those colours, <laughs> if, if that's you, the case. If you add red and red together, what do you get? You get um, really red. Really red. If you add black and black together, what do you get? <laughs> black, right? If you add stupid and stupid together, people, you get stupid. Correct. And you can't overcome your problems with the same level of thinking that you created. When you created your own loneliness. Take responsibility. It's no one's fault. And this is my, me dropping bombs on you guys now. It's no one's fault that you're lonely other than you chose to put yourself in the mindset of being one or being alone, sorry, or being lonely. Take responsibility, which is being responsible to get yourself out of it. It's not Robbie's fault. It's not Beth's fault. It's not my mum's fault. It's not my brother's fault. It's not my girlfriend's it's fault. It's a lot of the time it is Beth's fault. Well, actually, now I say that, it probably is her fault. 
Beth being our admin lady here, by the way, guys, for context. Wonderful just, woman. She's not just our admin lady. Wonderful woman. Great punching bag. <laughs> she's an incredible woman. She's, and she is the, the heart and soul of the co. She actually that, is. Right? As well as our ambassadors, to be fair. Every one of them that has joined us today. Uh, Shannon. Uh, Corey's on the... Hey, Corey Pace. Hello, I mate. feel not so lonely now that you're here, mate. Hey, just quietly, your window's still intact this week, which is great on your car. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but quickly back to this responsibility. Sorry, I got distracted. By Take responsibility for your your actions, which is I choose. I choose to make decisions that allow me to become not lonely or not alone, and that comes down to the moments of your life. So the, the the key moments of your life and the importance of your life is the decisions that you make in the moments that you're in. Yeah. And it's easy to win, by the way, guys, when you're loved and you're feeling great and everyone's validating you. It's easy to, to be the life of the party and it's easy to see things going well, but it's when you're in the depth of your own loneliness when your decisions are really, really critical. Love it. You've summed it up perfectly. Hey, guys, we've got exactly three minutes for your questions. And this can be on any topic to do with happiness. Uh, it can be anything to do with sadness. It can be um, questions on anxiety, stress. Uh, how is your work day today? Tell us about it and uh, let's see if we can discuss it live. Uh, my uh, comments have guys, decided to play off of me, by the way. You've got something on your hand. Also, quickly, for anyone that tags up a photo underneath this post with a smiley face hand, we're going to draw to win what? The 21 Day Happiness Challenge. The 21 Day Happiness Challenge. Whoever puts a smiley face up in the comment section, they have watched this on their hand just like this. Be creative with your hand, people. I will give a free 21-day happiness challenge away, valued at $97. Plus GST or including GST? We're going to go both. Can you do both? No. Well, that makes it doesn't more, understand makes business, more, but I more expensive. Uh, Cherish says, I choose to take responsibility for my choices. I think that was a quote uh, that, that came out of your mouth just before. And it is a great focus and a great quote. Um, I'll give you that one. Thanks. Uh, don't think you'd survive without Beth. Robin, stay out of it, mate. Uh, no, no you're absolutely Robin. spot on. What? <laughs> we love Beth, we do. We love you too, Robin. And we love you, Cherish, even though you attack me publicly. Throw your questions at us, guys. Get a couple of minutes. Uh, George, my man, how are you? Uh, if you do have questions, hit us up now. I've got a question for you, Julian. Go on. What's happening with Man Enough? Where are we at? What kind of ambassadors have we got on board lately? Just quickly. Guys, we have got some big ambassadors on board and we are three weeks out, literally three weeks out from the Man Enough Gala, which is the launch of the amazing movement, which is Man Enough. And we are sitting right now around 200 tickets, which is incredible, right? We had our launch pay last year and we had 200 people in the room and I said to myself that I wanted this year to be bigger and better and I wanted 300 in the room. We're 100 people away and we are three greedy. weeks out, which is, which is incredible. Is and I don't want to feel lonely. And if there's not 300 people in the room in three weeks, I will be. And now I'll put the responsibility on you people for why I'm alone. And I'll be at fault, not responsibility. But also, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But if you guys are free on April 7th, please get yourself to Pan Pacific in Perth for the launch of Man Enough. We had Shannon, Shannon, uh, Shannon Ponton yep. on board as an ambassador, which will be the face of our health and, I guess, well-being. Of reality TV fame, of course. And uh, Blake Coleman, who I'm sure will watch this at some stage, probably busy being social at the moment, but he is from The Bachelorette. He's on board. We've got a couple of really big announcements this week. We've got a big um, one coming tonight, guys. We've got a big one coming tonight. We've got a V8 supercar driver, a Bathurst a champion, champion. A champion V8 supercar driver. Because uh, our tour culminates in a, uh, a route that takes us to Bathurst at the end of this year, and uh, we'll be there supporting DR. Ooh, who will it be? We've announced him semi 
announced him before anyway. But and we uh, also want to be quite out to the beautiful ladies in our life that are supporting our movement so far, and we'll be announcing lots of beautiful all women. All 17 of Julian's girlfriends, if you could be there. <laughs> that would be amazing, thank you. But the beautiful women that have supported the Man Enough campaign so far, number one, Cassie Silva, uh, a legend and a great friend of mine, Heidi uh, from 92.9, also a great friend of mine, that have uh, put their name next to being the women that are proud to support uh, our men in 2018. I know there's beautiful women out there like you guys that are also supporting us, and we'll be reaching out to you guys all very, very soon. Uh, Kyle Armour is on the, uh, the live stream. Hey, Kyle, how are you, mate? Uh, we lost a, a really good friend during the week, so shout out to everyone at, at Corpus Christi and uh, the guys that are going through some stuff at the moment. Uh, Vince, loved you, mate, and uh, world's a poorer place without you. So, uh, yeah, there's a few things happening around the place, guys. Man Enough campaign um, kicks off after our gala, as we said. The ticket link is in the comments. Uh, this is your last chance for questions. Michelle says, can't wait, guys. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. Not a question, just a statement, but we'll take it. And uh, I think, questions-wise, we've gone dry, which is fine. It's perfect. Throwing half I'm going to make one more point about loneliness. Okay. That it's not your right. It's not your right to be lonely, but it is your right to be happy. And I'm not a religious person, but you know this is a religious comment, right? It's your God-given right. It is your God-given right to deserve happiness and love. And it's not your right. I'm sorry, guys. It is not your right to be lonely. That is not yours. You can have states of loneliness, but it's not your, your right to spend your time and your life being lonely. If that makes sense. Perfectly. Guys, make sure you share this live stream so people can watch it after work. We have to jump on at four because we've got a live stream coming up in our program at five, I believe. And I've got to go and do some... Uh, volunteer work at the uh, the hospital so uh we'll be yeah obviously super grateful if you could share this um loneliness is the topic if you can give a story that's on my face for work now um if you can give us a topic uh for the next live stream that'd be amazing um and when you do repost this make sure you put your story about when maybe you felt lonely and what you did to get out of it um tools that we are, no, tools are the best resource and uh, action over awareness, guys. So uh, as Lisa says, it's hard to be lonely with our live stream. So we'll be back this time next week, I'd say, if we're organised, which we're not. Thank so you, guys. And maybe thank you. catch you next week. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts at Happiness Co. The whole team here and on behalf of the ambassadors for supporting the fastest growing social movement in Australia. Because without you guys, the people's champ, which is you, we wouldn't be able to do the work that we do and be able to change the lives that we change. So thank you. Love it. Keep an ear out. Keep an eye out. We'll be on some TV and radio in the next couple of days. Fire your power. Get on the Happiness Co page. Share this. See you later.